Welcome to Primary Attribute, or Castle and Crusades actual play podcast. My name is Ian, I'm the Castle Keeper, or Game Master, as is known in a lot of other systems, and I use they them pronouns. Hey, my name's Adam. I play as Vons. We use he, him pronouns. Vons is our free little Foxhawk alchemist friend, and right now he's got armfuls of loot. He has to figure out where to put them all, but he's not at home right now. We probably should have stopped off at home to drop some of this stuff off. It looks pretty good, and we're going to have to figure out what to do with it all. Uh, I'm Aaron. I play Jesse Sweetbone Phelps, the uh, half-orc ranger. We both use she or they pronouns. Uh, Jesse is like just amazed that we are on the ground. We're on the ground. Oh my god, we're on the ground. Oh. <laughs> I'm Kelly. I play Wesley Taylor, the halfling wizard. Uh, we both use she, her pronouns. And uh, Wesley's okay with being on the ground. Um, it's not as It's not as bad as it could be. And I'm Wit. I play Grix, the Cobalt Illusionist slash Mechanic. We both use he, him pronouns, and Grix has a little bit of a sore throat. You should uh, rate and review us on your podcast platform of choice. Helps people find us. It's very encouraging. You should do it for every other podcast you listen to as well. Aaron, would you like to do the recap? Sure. Grix, in the previous episode, had uh, taken a whole lot of damage. And at the beginning of last episode, he came back to consciousness again, and the world around him was frozen. He met a human emissary from his demon friend, Asadan, his demon friend, Asotan, and Grix was given a permanent boost to Khan and a full heal up to full hit points. Wealthy also had a little bit of a frozen world moment, got a visit from a cobalt emissary who told her that Grix accepted a gift. Uh, Corva thought she was only bringing Grix back to stable, and now he's fully fine, and she is suspicious. In the room with the dead frozen centipede, Vons uh, wanted to take the venom sacks, and in searching the room, we got a whole lot of loot, uh, including from one of the people frozen into a wall, a box with a, a sword, that's a serrated obsidian sword. Wealthy identified the symbols as being from a lost civilization, uh, Runai, and the Order of Sundered Stone. Jessie didn't want to touch the weapon for reasons that, of her own, and uh, everyone else uh, who held the sword wielded it easily. And I think everyone's very excited to figure out what's going on with that. <laughs> As we moved on, trying to find the portal room, we ran into a bunch of vines that we uh, had to fight, and we did. The vines are retreated, I guess, and we found the portal room and went back to get the rest of the people, and now we're on the ground. I feel like that was weirdly disjointed, and I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a weirdly dis disjointed episode. It all made sense linearly, but yeah, <laughs> wide variety of events. <laughs> Recounting it feels like, huh, yeah, all those things did happen, huh? <laughs> it was a busy day. Yeah. Um, so for folks you brought back down to the ground. Yeah. If we go by your original list, I think it's S.H.I.E.L.D., Jasfar, the grad students. I think that's it. Anyone else you guys wanted that I'm missing? Um... um... Shoot, I just heard us making the list last episode that I edited. Yeah, I saw it too. I Oh, Mitt and Friends. Yes, yeah, that was right. Because I think I think Vons wanted to make them carve out a secondary base Yeah, somehow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. right. We brought Wit because we needed to... Uh... No. Mitt. <laughs> Sorry. I'm Wit. <laughs> we brought Mitt because we needed to... Do more. You guys wanted a backup base. Yeah. Like we have half of one, but you could use one that's actually like built, not a cave with a, room, a couple of rooms kind of. Yeah. We off. need to turn this into more of a fortress for more of our friends. I think. I think that was the goal. Mm -hmm. I think it was your goal. So whatever you say that the goal was. I think you guys were like, well, if people are going to need to live on the ground, they need somewhere to go. Yeah. Right now, we need to try some stuff. Well, and and we've got to start probably by setting up a whole um, production area for the cure that we're hoping to develop. There's a, a full alchemy lab. Yep. Yeah. 
you are in a place full of science tools. But yeah. a lab's a lab. We got to move this stuff uh, into scale. There is limited to no automation in this setting. <laughs> <laughs> so you can have a bunch of lab setups and a bunch of people sitting at those setups. But there are automatons. There's no assembly lines, though. Ah. Technological levels make total sense <laughs> and are consistent. <laughs> Although, hey, technology would evolve different ways in different worlds. But none of that matters right this second because you all have entered the lab. You have your grad students, you have S.H.I.E.L.D., you have Jaspar, and you have MIT and a few of MIT's pals. What are they like? They're of 79% quality, according to the thing I just rolled. <laughs> what does that mean, you ask? <laughs> I'm going to say that... That's pretty this, good. That's not bad. I'm going to say, see. so, MIT was able to find, because you were looking for, you know, other construct automatons specifically. So, MIT was able to find... One that looks to be adult-sized and vaguely feminine, although automatons and the lack. It's kind of a body shape thing because the overall uh, face just being kind of a single large crystal is, you know, not the most uh, gendered portrayal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you have that. You have another uh, urchin who uses they-them pronouns. And you have... One who was very, very large and was difficult to fit onto the elevator. Oh. Um, because they appear to be one that was built for, you know, digging into stuff. <laughs> with, you know, just your normal uh, working with kind of a tread situation. And, you know, treads instead of wheels or legs. Oh, those are fun. And four arms, two of which have what, or at least one of which we would recognize as having a kind of, you know, piston jackhammer construction to it. So they've got like real good traction. Yeah, real good traction and uh, can presumably plow through some rock pretty fast. Yay. What are, what is the digger bot? Uh, what are, what are their pronouns? Uh, well, they haven't said, because as far as you can tell, they don't speak in a, Mick can understand them, but it's kind of a Star Wars droid, you know, droid language binary thing. It's uh -huh. like some musical tones, very limited and. Oh, okay. No, uh. No humanoid languages appears to be available. So they then is probably a safe bet till the Diggerbot expresses otherwise. Okay. Have we been given a name for that? For for uh, any of the, the bots? You have, as soon as I finish figuring out what they are. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I was gone. You were <laughs> gone, that's true. <laughs> All right, got it. Um the uh the adult one name is Ursula. Oh. The other urchin goes by Elliot. And the digger bot has an X on their chest. And X seems to be what is used to, con to uh, refer to them. So just the letter X. They're all mononyms. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Cool. So yeah, you got your robots. By which I mean automata. You got your, <laughs> you got your dragon. You got your poet. Essential on any trip. And you got your red students. <laughs> And Jaspar did bring his armor and sword. They I hope still, so. They still look like something out of like card captures. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna check out the uh, Jasper's armor. You know, as a connoisseur of armor. Yeah. Um. Are you just checking for how functional it is, or? Uh. Yeah. Because I mean, like, I. I mean, I've I've seen a fair amount of armor. Um. But I. I don't think I've necessarily seen anything like this. Uh. So mm. I'll just be like, hey. Uh. What, uh, I've seen a lot of armor. What's what's up with yours? That's it's a a roll an intelligence check and a wisdom check in that <laughs> order. <laughs> Great. Well, I rolled a nineteen on my intelligence check, so that's twenty six, mm -hmm. and then wisdom is fourteen. <laughs> okay, so you haven't you've uh you haven't like you said you don't you don't you haven't really seen something like this before, but basically it's. In case people don't have uh, distinct memories for this armor, it's basically what would happen if you made a magical and thus magically fitted and presumably stretchy, um, like kind of a chainmail mesh bodysuit thing. So, like layers of, I think it was rings and not thin bands. So, it's not a compression spacesuit. Sorry, brain. So, uh, yeah, it's basically if you were somehow able to make an extremely fitted bodysuit of chainmail and then add armor, like add armored boots gloves a kind of um 
like leather and metal skirt, which seems impractically short. And um, I believe there's a chest piece as well. So kind of like half plate if you were, you know, illustrating your 90s video game. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just fucking went for it. But yeah. You um, really, really wanted to demonstrate all of the, uh, all the ways that this is a, a cute, a cute girl. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. character class girl mm-hmm. <laughs> which yeah. apparently is something the original was it legend of zelda or final fan i think it was legend of zelda where they originally thinking like oh for the sequel we'll have a party and one of them will be girl <laughs> making games is hard <laughs> <All right. sighs> yeah. yeah things are better now not perfect not nearly but better <laughs> yeah so i'm like oh this is this is cool is the art is this what <laughs> uh and jesse sort of like is like, aren't they, was this made for you or? No, it's uh, made for my great-great-grandmother, but it's magical, so it adjusts to fit. That is not Jasper's voice, but here we are. <laughs> Remember <laughs> the next statement I make. <laughs> oh, uh, well, that I mean, yeah, I mean, it makes makes sense that you'd like keep using uh, good good armor. Yeah, it's supposed to be a treasured family heirloom, but my parents never notice when I take it, so kind of sat in the attic <laughs> oh that's weird my parents are inattentive people oh, i'm sorry that's that that sucks i've had hundreds of years to get used to it it's fine oh being an elf means you get to have deep-seated permanent traumas it's great oh i'm sorry sorry really bringing up the room over here <laughs> <laughs> no no that no i, I mean i asked <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, I, I did ask. Uh, yeah. But yeah, if you ever sorry about your on, shitty family, man. At least they mostly leave me alone, which is kind of a double-edged sword. But hey. <laughs> yeah, good talk. Uh, <laughs> by having this concern, I assume you're a better parent than my parents are. So good job. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, like I'm kind of the fun parent, which uh, my my kids think uh they can they can just like get one over uh on me and uh that's not usually right uh because i'm not as smart as them but um but i can see when they're thinking really hard and um and usually i can catch uh that that someone else needs to get involved who will understand how to make sure they're not causing too much trouble yeah that seems like a good balance it helps that there's three of us you know yeah. Also, welcome to the ground. Oh yeah, thanks. It's really cool. <laughs> Gestures at like the kind of hallway or stuff. <laughs> There's more to it than this. <laughs> and I hope so. Yeah. It would be weird if the ground was just like one bunker with a overlooking the ocean. How do you get used to the ocean? Exposure. Oh. <laughs> and having read about it previously. Oh, don't, don't get me wrong, it's still weird, but oh, uh, I don't really read. Think of it like the clouds the arcs is floating over. That can help. I don't just big vast thing that you're above. Oh, okay. And probably don't want to fall into. Okay. Unless you decide that jumping off the side of the arcs is the best way to go down. Oh god, why why would you do that? <laughs> points over <laughs> points over at a Grixon wealthy. Ask them. <laughs> I'm still not sure. It's fast. Oh, how faster than how we came this time? Oh, yeah. You don't have to do all the walking. Oh, oh, weird. Yeah, but then somebody panics and it turns into a problem. And this was fine. Yeah, it was really fun helping the more experienced people I was with get their shit together. (laughs) (laughs) It was a bad roll, okay? Also, did you know that falling through a cloud hurts like hell? Because it does. Why? Well, imagine hitting, having a bunch of droplets come at you extremely, extremely fast, even though it's water. Oh. Yeah. I think oh. everyone was surprised. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> well, I'm glad we have a different way to do it then, because that sounds really bad. It also would be hard to get back to. Not sure exactly where we are, but uh, we're not close to here, so... On the arcs, so jumping oh. wouldn't have worked very well. Fair enough. 
I'm going to go stare at the ocean now because um, I feel like getting a grip on that is going to be really important. Yeah, exposure therapy. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Have fun learning and or brooding as feels appropriate. Oh, I don't brood. Um, it's okay. Not everyone's cut out for it. <laughs> so you go look at the ocean? Are you okay, man? <laughs> You're one of the few people to bother to ask me that, so that should give you an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Should I ask you that more often or like less often? I'm not sure, honestly. We'll feel it out. <laughs> okay, cool. Um yeah, good talk. Uh I'm just going to go s- stare now. All right. You go and you stare. And it is an ocean. It is very large. It is very gray because of the permanent overcast. It crashes up against the rocks below. Like very close. I imagine, yeah, some part of the space under the window actually gets direct ocean hitting. So, yeah, you're getting a front row seat to ocean. Depending on the tide, I would guess that it might even, you know, crash up. Oh, yeah, spray, it crashes, crashes spray up the window. Yeah, for appropriate drama. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the ocean. Great. Yeah, you're also in a magical lab and wanted to do some stuff. But the... um. The various instances of the same wizard have an update for you. So, good news, bad news. Okay. They haven't found the lab. They do appear to have a permanent, I guess, scouting outpost above the lab. So, leaving is very difficult right now. Ah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, why did you bring the giant digger bot? It just looks like it digs, you see. So, I'm hoping you're doing it for the reason I think you're doing it. Says Rune. We we just we just brought a bunch of Mint's friends. Um, it was totally happenstance that one of them looks like a digger. What 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 reason do you think we brought a digger bot down for? To dig something out, I would assume. Although if it's just Mint's friends, then that's fine too. They're all welcome. It's just uh, if you wanted to say make some sort of secondary base, that wouldn't be the worst idea given our current circumstances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, do we want to just like make a whole new base somewhere, somewhere where, you know, they'll never, they'll never guess we are? Or wait, they haven't found this place yet, or else this place would be run over by now. They suspect it is here. Obviously, having a giant fight just above it probably didn't help. Mm-hmm. But that's how it goes sometimes. So they apparently decided to not give up, or decided we saw those people here. Let's put our base here and do more patrols in the area. Oh, are they doing more patrols up there? Yes, and also we're sitting below about 40 of them. Oh, that's that's a lot. Yeah, would have been good to get a tunnel bot. Big one. Uh, those, are, those are all in use. Mm. One of them hit a pipe and broke. <laughs> <laughs> local jokes get your local work. <laughs> The only issue I could see is that depending on, well, how noisy and how much vibrations go through, it might give them a hint something's here if we started Uh. from here. That said, we're not in any immediate danger. We've also been working on other plans to try to find other places to be, so. What if we just go out and kill them all? It went so well last time. I think that usually when they know that something is happening, they just send more of their more, more just more yes, and more are- and more until until they defeat the thing that defeated them in that spot. Well, we're uh, far away sure. from, at least from their core units, as it were. But yeah, I'm not sure how many are close by beyond the ones above. So it could be if you somehow defeat 40 of them that we would have a lot of time. It could also be that there's a bunch under a day's march away and we have a bigger problem. Hmm. We haven't been ranging out too far for some high obvious reason. But they haven't actually found you yet. Correct. So we, we assume they would have attacked. Uh, how's how you remember that trap room? That trap room was neat. It, how's that thing doing? Still working, but there are other ways in here. And they could also, in theory, break the trap room if they tried hard enough or had the skills or knew it was coming. Hmm. Or just overloaded it with too many folks. We got to trap those other ways in too i mean they're all they all have basic navigability but 
yes, not nearly anything on the scale of the track room. With my skills, presumably I would know how to make traps as a ranger. Um, even if they're not magical, is there like anything I can do to help? We could have you find a way to cover traps. some of the tunnel entrances. There's two other ways out of here, and we could certainly use some more basic non-magical traps. Yeah. They're enchanted to be covered, and if we get the unlucky chance to start patrolling in there, at least they won't be like, where did all this magic come from? They will just assume someone left it when they lived here, hopefully. Like, lived in the tunnels around here, hopefully. So, sure. We're happy to take any help you can offer. I will Thank offer you my- so much for your hospitality. I will offer my assistance to Jesse because um, I'm interested in seeing what physical traps look like. All right. Oh, Jesse, what um, skill does trap setting use? Well, technically, my traps. Technically, my traps is in wilderness. <laughs> it's a wisdom check. But okay. I don't really know why. This is. I wouldn't be able to set some kind of traps. Yeah, not- if you're going if you're going out into those tunnels, then that will count as wilderness. So, okay. place you are being asked to set them up, you should be good. I'm not home aloneing things. I'm like entrance to a caving things. That's right. These traps may be more appropriate for animals, but they will catch an unaware creature, regardless. So, perfect. That's all I yeah. care about. Roll your wisdom check. Oh, that's a natural one. No. It's a- 10 total. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wealthy. Make a dexterity check. Okay. Uh, uh, that is a 10 plus 8 is 18, and my dex check is, is uh, that's 19 on a prime. All right. So one of these uh, exits has basically a, a kind of smooth you know, eroded tunnel that has a smooth enough bottom that you can slide down it pretty easily. Useful in case of an emergency and less useful if you just blew putting a trap at the top. Jesse, you you put your foot down wrong and Mm -hmm. you go shooting off down the slide. Wealthy, you manage to not get caught by Jesse's arm as it flails out to try to find something to grab onto. Mm -hmm. Whoa! How Uh, do I end up outside? Make a second (laughs) dexterity check. Okay. Okay, well that's a 15 total and that's not prime okay you do not end up outside however because this was pretty uncontrolled you take six damage upon landing in the other tunnel below that this fed fed out into (sighs) great to say if you knew it was coming that'd be one thing but (laughs) yeah you just kind of hit your landing wrong and then stumble into a wall and the wall is not soft boo however Assuming you want to go back the way you came, the one person who could climb this without making a check is currently the one standing at the bottom of the slide. Nice. So. Uh, yeah, I will just climb back up. Okay, yeah, you take your time and you climb back up. You can smell the ocean from where you're standing and it's clear that you're very close to the exit from here, but yeah, it takes what? a little bit of doing because the tunnel kind of comes out of the ceiling of this other cave, but yeah, you can get back. Does the ocean smell nice to me? Because, like, that's not a smell that I would have ever smelled before. I assume it would just kind of smell confusing more than anything else. Like, I imagine that's a you question. Yeah. I think I get back to the top and uh, Wealthy is, like, standing there, probably looking worried. I'm not going to role play for Kelly, but I'm <laughs> guessing she's looking worried. Cause... No, Wealthy just left. She's like, fuck this. Um... <laughs> She's not she's she's like, like, <laughs> oh god. <laughs> priorities. <sighs> priorities. Um she's like, that smell. It's like It's gross, huh? Are you there? Am I not there? I can't imagine that you're there. He's probably just passing by. <laughs> In the exit tunnel. The emergency exit tunnel. <laughs> There's no good way for you to be passing by here. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh it's like all, it's like salt, but weird. Like salt water? Like the ocean? Yeah. Is that what the ocean smells like? Like when I look, look out the window and like, that's what, that's what, that's what the smell is that goes with that. I assume that's what you're smelling. Uh, you, you would think, you know, salt water, it would smell like salt water, but there's a lot of, of 
life that that is in oh, that yeah. smell. Yeah, I mean, I've been says at the somebody fi- who doesn't know how to smell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been at the fisheries, but that just sort of smells like vague, vaguely of rotting, but but not like salt. You know, it's so weird. The ground is so weird. Yeah, and I I hate to say it, Jesse, but it, th- there are parts that are even weirder. Oh no! Like you, what? you haven't you haven't even touched on some of the weirdness. Oh no! Yeah. Like what? Shell some squab. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's still some squab. <laughs> Weirder than the ocean. <laughs> um, there's uh, there's um, uh, we met up with a god in an alternate reality that oh that they had created in order to you know was that alternate protect people? Well, yeah, it was a, it's a pocket. It's a pocket yeah. dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that's um, we that's we so fought cool. a whole bunch of we we went to um, I cannot remember the name of the city. We went to a city and fought off a bunch of uh, uh, shadow corrupted. I blew one up from the crotch down, crotch up. So you know that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds funny. <laughs> Everybody seemed to think so. Yes. Well, cool. So you know we we probably haven't even touched on all the weirdness down here. So. Just, you know, tell me when you think something's weird and I'll tell you whether whether it's something we should worry about. Well, I didn't think that, like, the smell was, like, wrong exactly. I just, you know, it's new. Yeah, it's new. Sometimes you just gotta say a thing. You can always say it to me. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. You could say things that you want to say to me, too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, will I mean, you don't that. have to. Thank you. Thank you. I will remember that cool all right your social link grows stronger you can fuse better personas now (laughs) (laughs) so who wants to do some research the most exciting thing on the planet (laughs) we are the research podcast dnd podcast it's true (laughs) well we haven't been peer-reviewed yet so (laughs) can't say for sure (laughs) i don't want to be (sighs) peer-reviewed peer review us on apple music But all right, so people that are participating in the research, yo. Unless you want to start solving, you know, the, I assume you want to do the research first before you start futzing with other stuff. Um, are Jesse and I still out um, laying our traps, or are we? Um, have we come back? Because you know, wealthy is is all about the research. Yeah, you come back. Okay, Re- then research I'm in takes it. longer than a uh, thirty minutes, so you're good. I think that while they're doing research, presumably, if they're doing any research like on Shad, I think uh, Jesse is like very suspicious and wants to like be there to be able to immediately like kill <laughs> the thing. If, if I was going to say intervene, but if you know. Anything bad happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shad appears for all of you. Shad is in the place that you left them. A.K.A. a very locked room. <laughs> looks a like a little tiny window. Yeah, looks like the researchers have gone in there once or twice. You see some chalk <laughs> and uh, a book and a bunch of other stuff that looks like it was set down and then not used. Why do they give them a book? We blinded Chad. Because the GM forgot about that. The <laughs> <laughs> book on tape. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's fair. Okay, in that case, there's just uh, some furniture has been added. Although when you look in, Shad is just standing in the center of the room. I bet Shad loves the locked tomb on audiobook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But all right. So Jesse <laughs> is very suspicious and ready to kill. Absolutely. Um, and it occurs to me that you guys have lost one of the two people that was pretty good at communicating with Shad. <laughs> I think Wealthy did some of it also. Uh-huh. Yeah. Good times. All right, so roll intelligence. We replaced we replaced Ericene with someone who is actively aggressive against the shadow <laughs> corruption. And what are we rolling for? You're rolling intelligence to do research. All all of us? Oh no! All of you that want to contribute. So yes, seventeen on a prime. All of the scientists roll for science. Uh, oh, I think I got uh, twenty. Wait, hold on. Uh, 26 on the prime. I'm sorry. Okay. Math. Uh, 13. Chris. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. We're not getting anywhere today. Vons did great. Yeah. Uh, Vons, you, um, you, Rune, 
Jenkins and um, Professor Jenkins and C all actually make some pretty damn decent progress on this. So, including Rune got a nat 20, so that's neat. <laughs> so yeah, you uh, you start experimenting. You have some honey. or Because you, you're all trying to figure out where Lodger but we'll I'm going to assume that you guys brought at least one of the bottles you had with you, and you'll you know, try to make more later, but separate roll. Um, but yeah, with the knowledge of how Relodrin works, and you get to skip the synthesizing part, because it's a good day for you, uh, you think you have most of a cure? Probably. Oh my god! <laughs> this might Whoa. This might be a ready-for-animal-trials level of cure. Maybe. Oh. And taking making a real dose will take a while. Oh, hey, Ian. Quick question. What up? Um... Now that we have the the formula for Ruladrin, and Vaughn seems to mostly understand it, at least how to make it, can you explain what the fuck it is? Do you want to, like, explain the thing? Ruladrin will be a separate intelligence role for Vaughn's to actually make it. This was just using the properties he understood. <laughs> well, I don't want to make Vaughn's do a role. Yeah, and honestly, he's not focused on that right now. He mostly just wants to get this this cure done. Um we're not so funny by making his Ruladrin at home. So, uh, wait, is is Ruladrin a primary ingredient in this thing? Will we need to make more? You, you will need more. Um, the cure you at least are ready to trial run is uh, reliant on it because you needed that. Basically, we put this all in in a dormant state, and then later, you know, a small amount later, we put in the Ruladrin, which gives. A short burst of magic, which then activates the rest of the concoction that you have made. Okay. In theory, your concoction did stop eating through tables. Grad students are very happy about that. <laughs> That's useful. Um, One of them also gets a nat 20 because I forgot to roll for them. Okay. So well, yeah, with those nat 20s contributing to the really high rolls from bonds. <laughs> Sorry, all the incorrects. You made a lot of progress. Okay, so it's like we're well over 100 episodes in this campaign or something. <laughs> Very nearly 150. Yeah. Uh, well, this is uh, recording session number 152, so yeah. Yeah. That's Savant's so what we're going to ask. Um, God, I had it. So the chief ingredients we know we need are the Ruladrin, the honey, and magic. Juice. Gonna say a bunch of miscellaneous alchemical stuff that you guys figured out on your own. Okay, uh, and that needs to be synthesized and repeated once once we've actually got the formula functional. Yeah. So we don't know the precise ratios of these things yet. We still need to test and see if it works. Correct. Okay. Uh, also, I think there might be beer involved, or at least some sort of alcohol. That joke was made previously. Oh yeah, knowing Vaughn's drank it. Well, so. his whole goal was to uh, distribute it as a drinkable. Um, oh come on, inoculate uh, inoculation, a drinkable uh, vaccine, so to speak. But the word vaccine grosses me out. I don't know if we're making this... something that can be used prophylactically. Yeah, I mean, you guys have drifted back and forth. I assumed you were making <laughs> something to cure a current corruption. Yes, we absolutely have drifted back and forth. But uh, yeah, that's why that's why the beer thing was a thing earlier. I wanted to make something that we could inoculate the population with. But in this, because medicine doesn't seem to work the the way it does it IRL up up there. I I didn't hear anything about like standard vaccines or anything so i figured uh vons's idea would be that he developing it from the ground up as a concept that he turned it into a beverage um anyway we've got uh down here we just need a means of curing forcibly uh any corrupted characters yeah so that's i'm gonna say that's what you're currently developing because uh -huh. i feel like the corruption, as you all understand it, and you have not been around creatures while they are being corrupted, or you know, studied that carefully, you don't really know how to inoculate against it in that kind of way. And mm -hmm. I think, from what you know about, especially if they drank it, like it would be metabolized probably. And unless you can find a way to put sunlight in every single cell, you might have a problem. Mm. 
Well, we can worry about an inoculation later. Okay. So we're going to designate what you guys have been doing as cure. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So, so yeah, you can make a small amount, probably. <laughs> Your, uh, God recommends that you maybe test it on an animal first, <laughs> rather than kind of go all or nothing and just, um, you know, injecting Yeah. <laughs> on that subject, um, I feel like I don't, I mean, we need to get, we do need to get some animals for, for testing, but there's so few non-corrupted animals. Like, well, if you're curing, you just need a corrupted animal. <laughs> oh, that's true. We don't yeah, need, need a double control. blind. Do we? You do need a control. Well, we at the very <laughs> least. If you're going to do research, need to, you need to do it right. Well, so, at the very least, we need to make sure that the, the thing isn't going to be killed by the cure. I mean, yes, that's good. Although if it kills a shadowed creature, we're probably fine. If we're talking about a control versus test group, then what you need is two shadowed creatures so that you can test whether or not it works uh, with a placebo versus a functional thing. And if the shadow is cured one way or another, then it's fine either way. I'm not sure that a uh, test and control group are warranted here. Yeah. I, I think the larger point might be a, maybe a corrupted creature can survive this, but if for some reason an uncorrupted creature gets exposed to it or dosed with it, they die. That's well, important well, information to have. <laughs> well, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, avoid that. Yep, that would be important information. But all right. So... To progress any further, you will either need to catch an animal or risk it all on Shad, which I'm sure they would um, super officiate. <laughs> I think I think um, Jesse better go trap an animal. All right, Jesse, that means you need to get out of here. Undetected. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Is anyone going to come with me? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, right. Mostly because. Uh, other people have been out on the ground and as much as Jesse is like, yeah, the ground is great. It's also maybe not the best idea to send someone who hasn't been out on the ground out for yeah, the first time. I mean, we just themselves. wandered around. Yeah, but <laughs> so yeah, we're we're not gonna just toss Jesse out and watch her try to figure out what direction to wander in. Cool. Well, Lucky for you all, there's an ocean in one direction, <laughs> so that eliminates one whole option. <laughs> but all right, so we got Jesse, we got Grix, either uh, the other two of you going? Are we going to split the party? It worked out really well for Vaughn's the last time. He just like stayed down and worked on things. I'll go. All right, Vaughn's, all your buddies are leaving. How do you feel? Secure. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> who are you gonna who are you gonna play while we go jaunting this time? We don't know that we need to. Um although maybe, I don't know. I guess that's fair. That's that's up to the DM. I guess the question would be, do you wanna take the uh Mitt and Co are probably not good candidates, the grad students are not good candidates. Would you wanna take Shield and or Jaspar with you? Or at least try to convince them to go? I think that Jesse would honestly be a little bit afraid that if we took the um the dragon that that like things and like any animals that we want to capture would like notice yeah like the energy of a dragon around giant top of the food chain vibes yeah quarter mile in every direction <laughs> yeah um not that I particularly I mean I think Jesse would trust. Uh, Jasper, but also like, how loud is that armor? Because we need to be quiet. <laughs> I need move silently and hide rolls from all of you who are going out. Okay, roll well. <laughs> Just need to double this check. Is my what? Are these separate rolls? Oh dear God! Yes. Okay. I gotta move silently, and what's the other one? Um, hide. Uh, my move silently is uh is is. 26 and uh, I got a nat 1 on the hide. I don't think I have hide. Oh no, I have conceal. Although I okay, do have, then use conceal. I do have advantage on hide. Why do you? Well, there's no advantage in this game. So. Well, I'm supposed to be really good at it. Do you get like a, a bonus? That would be yeah, the only thing that, that would, you could get. That, that would be that would be it. We don't use 
I'm gonna say you're able to move silently because or hide because of being a halfling. Yeah. It's one of my yeah. traits. That's it. Yeah, but I think those bonuses are generally the additional like plus two to each or whatever, I think are generally applied only if you take the assassin or rogue class. Okay. Success- that's it. It was also a natural one. Which is not <laughs> which is a nat one, it's not a successful check. So. All right, Crix, what did you get? I got a uh, 17 and a 16, respectively. And Dex is not frying for you. Certainly not. Um, I got a 22 on move silently and a 27 on uh, conceal. Hey! <laughs> I rolled suck. I mean, that death that just sucks. Sure, so I might but- as well be standing out in the middle of the field just going, Hello! Anybody want to come eat me? I have good news here about your experience. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you all slip out, I think, through the beach entrance. It's the less likely to fall off the side of a cliff, and you can go further along there. And um, before you go up to the top again and get in potential view of that outpost. So you're all slinking along. Jesse, you're being super pro and like up on the rockier part at the base of this cliff and, you know, stepping along those so you don't leave meaningful tracks, things mm-hmm. like that. Grix, you, uh, you're having a time of it. It's not great. Okay. Basically, if anyone bothers to look, they would probably see you. But, you know, you're doing your best. Wealthy. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you're moving quiet along the sand. Everything is good. Mm-hmm. You're walking a little far away from that cliff edge. But, you know, it's probably fine. I need wisdom checks from everybody who's in this little excursion group. <laughs> oh, damn it. Damn it. Uh, that's 22 for me. That is a nat 20. How'd you do, Grix? Oh, it sounds like they've got it covered. But I want to know. Oh, uh, 11. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Grix is concentrating on, you know, making sure he doesn't hit anything loudly with his claws. Jesse, you get this you know, prickling sensation on the back of your neck that you have learned to listen to completely. And Wealthy, you're just like, hey, wait a minute, am I visible from the top of a cliff? (laughs) And both of you look up. And there is, in fact, some sort of humanoid shadow-corrupted creature looking over the edge of the cliff. Um, how far away is it? Like, up? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think it's probably like 100, 150 feet. Let's say 150. It's a taller piece of cliff. Okay. Well, I can't hit it with my bow. Um, Do you have a short bow? No, I have a long compound bow. I think you can shoot that far. It's 110 feet. I thought there was a second range, which is like, you can do this, but it sucks. Uh, If that is the case, then it was not on the weapons page. (laughs) Okay. I'm misremembering. Probably. But all right. Or is it multiples? Is it like a... 110 is short range or medium range or whatever. And Literally, it just said okay. 110. Yeah. I, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I chose to be a weapon person so that I didn't have to okay. think about numbers too hard. You have a maximum effective distance equal to three times the listed range increment as detailed in the equipment list. So up to twice, which is where you would be, would be medium range, and you take a minus two penalty to your attack roll. Uh, so you could hit it. It's tough, but you could hit it. I will try because it's shadow corrupted, which means that I have a plus two to hit anyway. Yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, I'll hit. try to hit it. Oh, that's so good! I rolled an eighteen. Uh, plus, uh, plus eight, plus two, minus two. So that's twenty six total to hit. All right. Let me check something. Get those essential book noises into our research episode. <laughs> so good. Flippity flippity. And I pulled my wand of magic missile, but Jesse is a ranger and she's very quick at this, so. Yeah. Um you said you got twenty six 20... total? Yeah, you fucking hit. <laughs> um great. Uh so roll your damage. That's uh seven points of damage. I would freaking love if that, you know made it fall off the cliff or something but i know that that's you uh you take it in the shoulder it kind of you know jerks back a step and then keeps standing there and looking down and yeah that's what happens for now there's to be keeping an eye on all of you 
You can make another wisdom check if you like. Sure. Actually, no, wait, you can't. None of you really have the right skill for this. I take it back. <laughs> I figured you might be able to listen for things at the top, but I think without the listen skill, your I, your ears are not finely trained enough to hear over the crash of an ocean and up 150 feet and then over <laughs> an amount. We need so, to, all right. We need to kill it. It's going to tell everyone else where we are. Yep. Um, that is agreed. All right, wealthy. Would you like to do anything to this creature? Well, since my wand of magic missile can only go 150 feet, and uh, you know, the third side of that triangle is longer than 150 feet, I can't do anything. Um, but I will wave it menacingly. And it <laughs> <laughs> Feels a fear about its crotch staying in one piece and doesn't know why. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I'll shoot it again. I'm going to say it's going to start going. So why don't we roll initiative? Okay. That's four for me. That's a two for me. Three here. Come on, one. Nope. All right. It's going to go. It pulls out a bow and it's going to shoot right back at you. So um, it's going to shoot at Jesse because Jesse shot it. Okay. All right. Uh, Jesse, what's your AC? Um, My AC is 17. All right, you get hit, and you take two damage. Okay. All right, now it's Jesse's turn. I will uh, shoot it again. Ooh, another 18. And so that's 26. Yep, that continues to hit. And uh, that's eight damage this time. Okay. Yeah, you hit it in the other shoulder. It reaches up and just yanks the arrow back out. But you know I should hurt crazy bad. <laughs> not be an advisable thing. Uh-huh. It appears to not start bleeding out. What a jerk. I mean, Jesse's used to that. That's fair, yeah. Uh, Grix, you're up. All right. Um, I am not a ranged person like this, which sucks. Uh, yeah, your dart doesn't quite go that far. Yeah, I got, I've, I've really got pretty much nothing unless I start running at it. That's no good. Um, I say that would involve climbing up a cliff, so. Um, well, I could dragon mount and go up and fight it. Don't do that. That seems like a waste. Yeah. Um, I, I got, I got absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm gonna. You're gonna. Sorry. I, I've really got nothing. I will just take cover. Okay. Sounds good. Rick stuck behind some rock. Wealthy, you're up. Wealthy has fireball and it goes 450 feet. Okay. So I have not been able to use fireball in this game, and I'm just I thought you used happy it to be once. here. No, I haven't used fireball before. All right. Well, that's exciting. I don't think there's an attack roll. I don't think or, I've used it. I think the creature gets a saving throw, but I'm going to check. Life damage after level. Yeah, saving throw, dexterity half. Okay. So you shoot the fireball. Do you want to just center it on the creature? or? Oh, yeah. I'm trying to kill the creature. It ignites combustibles, damages objects, and melts anything with a low melting point, such as bronze, copper, silver, lead, or gold. So if they're wearing something, they should be on fire or melting. This creature comes a saving throw and fails. So roll your damage, please. Your 8d6 damage, apparently. (laughs) 8d6? Good god. 1d6 damage for caster level. 2, 3... Four. Okay, so I'll take the four. All right, that is three, six, eight, fourteen, and that is um, twenty, twenty-five, twenty-nine, thirty-two. Thirty-two damage. <laughs> I hope to God that does it because man, I only got the one fireball. Yeah. Um, when your fireball clears, pretty much nothing of that creature is left. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be quiet because I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to be be seen by anything else. But I'm like, that was right. intense. We got to get out of here now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we gotta go. Let, yeah, let's go. That was a, that was very um, that was very dramatic and um. <laughs> 
if it knows that if the corruption knows that there's uh, magic users, uh, they really like those. So we gotta we gotta get you out of here and uh, safe safe. Okay, which direction we are y'all going? Gotta get wealthy safe. Um, just uh, like hurry. I think uh, slightly hurrying. Same direction we were going. Same direction we were okay. going. Yeah, Generally, I mean, continuing away from the base. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You guys continue that way, and you're running along the base of the cliff. I need wisdom checks from all of you again. Natural twenty. Oh, that is a. Is that a ten or a nineteen? I can't tell. I can't read that. That is a nineteen plus uh, eight is twenty-seven, and no, no, that's not a primary score. Enough. Um. It's 25 total. Okay. All of you avoid being surprised when a group of three archers appears at the top of the cliff. They apparently kept pace with you and start, or possibly came from the other direction, and start peppering you down with arrows. The cliffs are lower here, so they're only 100 feet away. But we will just roll standard initiative. Fuck. (laughs) That's nine. (laughs) Oh, initiative. I'm sorry. I was looking to see what I can do. Ten. Eight. Hey! <laughs> we made up for last one. Yeah. Okay. Grix, you're up. Alright. Three archers. I feel like this is dragon time, right? I think I think maybe, yeah. Uh... Okay. I uh, summon my uh, uh, dragon. Okay. And fly in the direction of the archers. Okay. How fast does your dragon move? Uh, 50. Okay, yeah. So you, um, you jump um, on. Yeah. And yeah, so you move I can probably make it over um, there, right? Can I, can you I can jump make on? it over there next round. Okay. Can Normally I jump on you at the same only time? move half your speed um, in combat if you still want to attack. I'm going to say casting the spell is basically attacking. Yeah. So it moves 25 yeah, this fair. round, but you can do okay. that kind of full run thing next round and get up there. Right. Okay. Um, wealthy, you wanted to get on? Yeah. Um, I've got my wand of magic missile and I'm, I can make use of it if I'm closer. I think Grix would have to. Uh, make a dexterity check. Uh, that is a 18. Okay. Yeah, on a prime. So, yeah, you hop on. Um, you didn't have to have Grix, like, you know, wait for you. <laughs> so, yeah, well, he's also on the dragon. All right. I could just wait. I could just wait and go full 100 feet next turn. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Theater of the mind. Yeah. All right. So, cool. And then we'll get to all these actual turn in a second. Uh, Jesse, you're up. Uh, I will try to shoot it again. I, I'll try to shoot, you know, one of them. Um, and now I'm within range, so that's nice. Uh, that is a 20 total to hit. That uh, I rolled a 10 plus 8 plus 2 because they're shadow corrupted. Okay, that hits. Uh, that's another 8 damage. Okay, you hit one of them in the shoulder. It is now going to attempt to return the favor. It hits you for two damage. I keep rolling badly. I love that you keep rolling badly. Yes, I'm very happy that. that I'm sure you do. (laughs) Oh, did Bonds give us some potions at all? You know, I was going to say something and I got distracted. I don't know why. (laughs) I'm usually not mean about this, but you probably should have thought of that ahead of time in this case. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. So, yeah, especially middle of combat. <laughs> um, yeah, well, let's move this time for a retcon. All right, Wealthy, you're up. Um, are we? Do we are? You are we 75 feet away from 75 the, feet away. Okay, then I've got I've um, got a limited a number of missiles left, but there's six at a time, so I'm going to shoot them with magic missile. Um, I'm going to shoot the the the. I'm going to shoot two at each one. There's three archers, right? Uh, yes. And yeah, you can split targets like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, so the first one is going to take five damage. The second one's going to take six damage. And the third one's going to take five damage. Okay. Are you counting the plus one to each oh. of those missiles? No, I'm not. Thank you for reminding me, Wit. Um, that is... That is... That is seven, eight, and seven. Okay. Yeah, you do some damage. <laughs> I get confused by my own notes. It's very cool. 
Okay, yeah, you hit all three of them with some magic missiles each. Wealthy, they are now going to try to shoot you. Because ah! you shot all of them. They take exception to this. So the first one doesn't hit you. Your AC is 14? Yes. The second one hits. Oh, no. You take six damage. All right. As you gain a fresh arrow wound in the forearm of your offhand. Okay. All right. New round. That's a one. Eight. Uh, Grex, how did you do? I forgot to roll. Because <laughs> I was reading a spell description. But now that I remember to roll, five. Okay. One of the creatures knocks another arrow and shoots at Wealthy again and hits. Wealthy, you take four damage. All right. Apologies, Jesse. You should have gone before that. This oh, red great. You. So, Jesse, you're up. Um, okay, good. Another 10 uh, plus eight plus two is 20. So that yep, I'm hit. guessing still hits. And uh, this one is a six damage. Okay, are you shooting the same one you did before? Uh, yeah, I mean, unless there's one that looks like it will definitely die. No, and the one you'd be shooting at looks the most damage anyway, so. Okay, great. Okay. Grix, you're up. All right. Um, I close the remaining distance. Okay. I think that's all I can do. Yep, you can close the remaining distance. You can either get on their level or get 25 feet above them. Which would you prefer? Um, on their level. Okay. So you, yeah, you zoop up onto the top of the cliff. Um, let's see. The one that keeps getting shot at by Jesse is going to shoot Jesse still. I believe uh, Jesse, a total of 20 hits. Yes, I have a 17 AC. Okay, you take five damage. The other creature is going to go after Wealthy. Mm. And hits. You take one damage. <laughs> wealthy, it's your turn. Oh, shit. I don't feel so good. Um, I'm going to hit it with magic missile again. All three of them? Just one of them? Uh, I'm going to... Which one looks the most... Uh, I'm going to take out whichever one looks the most wounded. Okay. The one that has a couple arrows from Jesse. Okay. That is 7, 8, 16. Good lord. Uh... 22, 28. Wow, you rolled almost maximum. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. What does it look like when this one dies? As you zoom past it. <laughs> um, it just it just does this this splatterpunk kind of thing where it just kind of it, it all hits in the chest and it just kind of goes plow and it, it's just it, it it goes all over its companions and I imagine they look really pissed and kind of horrified. Well, you can't see their faces, so yeah, any well. terror is not apparent. Okay. I'm kind um, of horrified. It's kind of gross. <laughs> that was the end of that round, so new round. New initiative. That's a three. Oh, same. Uh, four. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. The two creatures that have been shooting at Wealthy. Continue to shoot at Wealthy. And are going to step back from the cliff edge. Oh, my God. They're on their level. So they all shuffled back about 10 feet. Jesse, they are no longer in your line of sight. Fuck me. Mm -hmm. Then one of them shoots at Wealthy and rolls a natural one. Yeah. Drops their bow. Or let's say just kind of misfires the arrow really poorly. Messes up their whole rhythm. The other one does not do much better and goes wide as your zooming dragon goes past. Thank goodness. Grix, Wealthy. Now, now yeah. your, your turn again. You've made it up to the top of the cliff and have uh, a bit of a view. How far away are they? 10 um, feet? You said yeah. four. Let's say 10. Let's say, uh, out, since they've moved again, let's say 10 feet. Yeah. Okay. 10 or 15. But I should clarify, you get a glance at the rest of this, you know, relatively flat, rocky area. And you see other shadow creatures moving among the rocks heading towards you and pretty close. Oh. The only um, two in range of you right now, though. Maybe we should turn around grab Jesse and get out of here. Yep. Yep. Sounds good. Sounds good. Time to go. All right. Um, so yeah, I'm going to uh, turn around and uh, fly back down. Okay. You've I'm going to hold my down. hand out to Jesse. Although she's, she's as huge as. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, <laughs> it's all about leverage. right? <laughs> I'll grab the, 
<laughs> I'll just grab a dragon horn and like heft myself up on the back. Yeah. All right. So um, you, uh, yeah, all your turns are together. So Jesse, you are hefted on and you are standing or you're all at the base of the cliff right now. And then next round, you can attempt to zoom off down the beach. Yeah. Or out over the ocean or whatever you like. But it's time for that new round first. Uh, Jesse's going to ask, how long does the dragon work? Uh, uh, eight and a half more minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, what did everyone get for their initiative? One. Uh, eight. And Grix. Seven. Okay. One of them is going to take another pot shot at Wealthy. And it misses because I'm rolling garbage. <laughs> uh, Jesse, it's your turn. Um, how, how far am I from the, like, do I have a line of sight on any of them or? Uh, yeah, they stepped back up to the cliff's edge to shoot at you. So 125 feet, medium range. Um, but I don't have a, I don't have a line of sight on them anymore. No, you do. Cause they had to step back up to the cliff side to shoot down at where you currently are. Oh, okay. So you can see them um, again. Uh, I'd like to, um, Using my shield, I'd like to just defend us uh, from further arrow attacks, if that's okay. possible. Yeah. Um, it's not a like it's not a big shield, but presumably I, I would be able to. Yeah. If someone is going to be hit, um, I'll give them a plus two bonus to their AC. One person either this round. Okay. Um, and then if that makes a difference, it makes a difference. Uh, okay. Grix. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we're gonna take off. Where are we headed? Uh, by the way, I looked at it again. My dragon speed is actually sixty feet. Okay, so um, we're going to do a full, full running fly. Yeah, uh, off, off, back down the beach. Okay, so you're skimming down the beach. Yeah. All right. So you get basically 120 feet. That probably puts you in long range, which is a minus six for probably the parting shot. Rolled another three, so it goes totally wide and splashes into the ocean. Wealthy, you're up. Um, I'm not willing to. Uh, it's how far away are we, are we from from them? Like 250 feet. <laughs> okay, I'm not willing. Given given the 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 distance, I'm not willing to sp- expend another charge on my um, wand. So uh, I'm gonna have magic missile. Uh, my magic missile up and ready in case something comes at us, but um, otherwise I'm I'm waiting. Okay. All right. So that ends that combat round. With a flying dragon, you can handily outpace these folks who are on foot. So you make your escape. The beach runs out after a bit, and then you, you know can fly along the ocean just along the base of a cliff. And glancing up, you can see that you are now in the um, spread that is forested. Okay. So where do you want to uh, go? Let's get, uh, let's, let's land. Why? No, let's go where we want to go. Well, I, I wanted to go in the forest and trap things. Oh, okay. Well then, yes. Okay. <laughs> How far do you want to take your dragon? Like, do you want to go maximum as far away down this beach as possible? Do you want to like fly up and try to find somewhere in the center of the woods? Um, center of the woods is probably best. Okay. Yeah, I think so. Zoom up, skim the trees, drop back down, and make some checks for absolutely no one whatsoever. Oh, that was bad. All right. You guys land in the woods. Yep. Safe for now. A small clearing. Um, I'm assuming that you would have explained the whole, like, blinding thing to Jesse. About what? About Chad? Yeah. Yeah. So I think Jesse is, like, relying on the fact that you'll be able to do that to whatever we catch. So that they can't like tell uh, the rest of the corrupted where we are after they've been captured, you know. Okay. I'm just letting you know that that's what sounds great. <laughs> I'm I'm paranoid about it. Yeah. No. Super fair. Sorry, my voice is bad, so I just I sound sarcastic. Fair, f- sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> All right. So Jesse, you're just gonna go ahead and try to trap right away. Uh. Yeah, um, and I think she's also going to be relying on um, Wealthy's, uh, I would assume that you, because I was offered the extra dimensional space of the 
what do you call it? Um, rope, the rope trick thing. back at the bar, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Um, so I, w- knowing all of those things, I would think that I'd want to use the rope trick as a, um, like a blind, like a hunting yeah. blind. Yeah. Okay. So head, heads up that you'll have to be sticking your head out the bottom of it. You won't yes. be completely invisible. Yeah. Okay. And that's fair. We can put the, we can put the entrance like in a spot that is not easily visible too. Like okay. Up a tree. Yeah. yeah. Or like in a bush or something, you know, uh, Jesse roll conceal. <laughs> that is a 14. Okay. You set up for a trick in a spot that you're pretty sure is good. And then traps. Um, I'd like to set up like two or three. Okay. Uh, depending on the terrain. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, roll a check and we'll just cover all of them. Uh, that is a 12 plus nine is 21 on a prime. Okay. So you go and you're up there and you settle into wait, uh, Grix and wealthy. What are you doing? While this is going on. Well, I've got the, I've got the rope trick and I'm up inside it. Okay. Because there's tea in there and, and a Grix. seed cake. I cast invisibility and I'm going to hang out down below. All ready right. to help. Yeah. Okay. A club. So you all take a nice long wait. And? And like from, from my, you know, survival training, uh, I would know like, you know, the kinds of paths that are most likely to have traps uh, work uh, yeah. and that kind of thing. So. Yeah. Identifying where animals tend to pass through and have yeah. themselves little paths. Okay, yeah, you set your trap, and you guys wait, and you wait, and the sun goes down, (laughs) and you wait. And then, Jesse, you hear one of your traps go off, or, you know, otherwise detected, and we'll pick up there next time. Awesome. Primary Attribute has been imagined and brought to life by the people you've heard. For more information about the podcast, check out our website, primaryattribute.com. For questions, comments, and feedback, email us at letters at primaryattribute.com. To follow us on social media, you can find us at facebook.com slash primaryattributepod, on Twitter at primeattribute, and at primaryattribute.tumblr.com for all of our blazed posts. Castle and Crusades is published by Trollord Games. Our theme music was composed by Aaron. Our logo was designed by Adam. This week's editor was Aaron. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks for listening, and we hope you tune in next time to Primary Attribute. bother to put to take invisibility potions whoops <laughs> i was yeah. like why did we get like so why did we get <laughs> clocked I so hard i don't have invisibility potions. but we've had what? invisibility potions yeah. co- all the time and also professor jenkins would cast invisibility on us yeah yeah we didn't <laughs> do anything to become invisible this time <laughs> Oh, well, it's fine. Uh, you just knew you were better than a... You didn't need it. We didn't get any potions at all. No, we God, we're going to die. We're going to... It's going to be a three-quarter party kill. <laughs>